Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Maybe I'll sing this song. What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Stuff. Wait. Dance and stuff. There we go. I didn't support that top note. Uh, hello, it's Thursday again, and um, it's been a wild week. I am again walking from work to home much earlier in the day today. It's, uh, I think it's around 3 p.m. Oh, I feel some wind. We might have a windy microphone. Um, putting up a windshield, which is my hand. Um, it's hot outside in New York today. Summer has descended, but comes and goes as it wishes. I, so I talked to you last Thursday. Oh no, last Thursday was Leap. But I also talked to you uh, on my walk home. Um, wasn't Leap great? Are you feeling inspired to go to college? Um... I just spent some of this week with a LEAP graduate, Garen Scribner, putting on a show at Kotspahn. Oh, big dog. So, last Thursday I spoke with you, and then the following day, big news, I was taking the same exact route home that you are so familiar with at this point. When I was about to get to Christie Street, which is a street where people are often honking on the recording, I was walking into the sun towards a kind of wiry, tattooed man. And so I said, well, I'm going to move to the other side of the road. So I shifted to the right and he came right along with me, which was peculiar. And he did so in a kind of dancerly fashion. This is dance and stuff after all. And um, before I knew it, I was in a deep upper back curve looking to the building to my right uh, and my glasses were not on my face anymore. My ear pods, air pods were hither and thither, really gone. I had been uppercutted, punched to the face by uh, a stranger, an arbitrary assault. I have never in my life been punched in the face. You'll have to excuse the construction for a second. Uh, I'm not going to pause because I don't want to edit. Oh, this construction has a water sprayer. That was nice. Oh, I got a little sprinkle. I kind of needed that. Um, so, yeah, I was punched in the face. And... Um, this is bizarre. I was so stunned. Um, I was so relieved my glasses weren't broken when I found them. When I do find myself in these like extreme environments of cacophony, I, no, no bikes on the road, please. I just got an evil stare from a woman riding her bicycle down the sidewalk because I wouldn't move for her. But I didn't have anywhere to go either. She should be in the street. 
Okay, see, that's what loud noises do to you. They make you agitated, and then you take it out on people. Okay. So I don't understand how people, like, go to loud clubs and rock concerts and listen to loud music in their car. I think it's bad for the brain. I think it's bad developmentally for children. Um, but who am I to say? I did grow up on mostly classical music. And look at me now. So, anyways, uh, I found my glasses, I found my AirPods. Um, I kind of came around, I looked up. I, I did glance behind me to see that this person was gone and he had just continued along his way. It was a real hit and run. And um, people across the street, I heard them murmuring, did he just get hit? And then they called across to me once I was up and looking for my AirPods and they were like, are you okay? And I said, I think so. And they came across the street to check on me. Absolutely gorgeous couple, probably gallery hopping on the Lower East Side in the evening. They stayed with me for a bit until I got my bearings. They informed me that my mouth was in fact bleeding and I then did a tooth check just to make sure I had them all, which I did, which was great. Um, and, uh, they were like, well, you know, your face is swelling up a bit. That was also great to know just so that I, I could go and get some ice. So you can go along. People are wild today, this afternoon, Thursday. Um, so I skedaddled, uh, away from the scene of the crime so that I could get ice to put it on my face because I did not want to have a um, unsightly bruise or extreme swelling and the velocity with which I was hit I kind of assumed that it'd be quite quite black and blue um, at any rate <clears throat> I had been texting with Russell Jansen immediately preceding the punch and then he replied after I was punched as I was walking and so rather than text him back I just called him up I said you know what I just got punched and he said oh no and I told him the story and he said do you want me to come over and make dinner I said actually yes I, I would like to be with it somebody after such a strange and jarring thing has happened and nothing like this has ever happened to me in all my life uh, i was once mugged when i was in cuba um at knife point that was that was scarier i'm gonna go ahead and say that was scarier um and it is the only other time i can recall having this feeling post incident where you are kind of like do i have any faith in humankind is is this life we're leading uh, worthwhile? How can we trust anybody when, you know, there's this horrible cycle of violence? Um, at any rate, um, I got home and Russell came and he prepared some delicious salmon and this rice cake thing and I felt a lot better. I did. Um, 
uh, yeah, at any rate, I was punched and that's the story. And I, I, I hope, have you been punched anyone? I mean, I don't hope that you've been punched. It's a question. Have you been punched? And I hope the answer is no. And I, I hope it continues to be no. And, you know, I've lived in New York for a lot of my life and nothing like that's ever happened. So I certainly haven't lost faith in this city. I think I'd much more likely to be punched elsewhere. Um, at any rate, I was in fact carrying a mood bag during that walk that had um, a, the dress and various other things to do a film shoot the following day, which was Saturday, which was for Jack Murphy's graduation solo that Jack Ferber choreographed and Jeremy Jacob shot in Jack and Jeremy's back patio area and that was really fun to do on Saturday and be with friends and film this incredible dancer in front of a green screen and then Jeremy made this extraordinary little film piece from the footage and the solo um, and I can't wait to show everybody Jack Jack's graduation is not for a couple weeks from Juilliard, so we won't be able to show you any of it till after that. But it is a really delightful and strange little thing. Um, so that was Saturday, and then I stayed uh, for a while after we filmed on Saturday, and we had dinner. Jack made um, nachos, which was really fun. Beans crunchy tortilla chips it was it was a lot of beans but I think you know that's good we need our beans and we while we ate our nachos we watched um, the woman in the window starring Amy Adams Gary Oldman and a, a brief a brief appearance by Julianne Moore and an even briefer yet ex, uh, appearance by Jennifer Jason Lee, who I mean, incredible to bring in one of America's great actresses for approximately three to four lines of dialogue. Um, it was a strange, funny, fun, scary movie. Was it good? I'm not so sure, but it was definitely um, compelling. And Amy Adams is such a great actress, and. How amazing and strange that Julianne Moore and Amy Adams are soon to star as uh, mothers in Dear Evan Hansen, the movie starring Ben Platt as a high schooler. Now, Ben Platt is much closer to 30 than he is to 20, even, so... I don't know if they're using some CGI trickery or they've painted his face with egg yolks. I'm sorry, egg whites rather, um, to pull pull his flesh taut for um, for the filming of Dear Van Hansen, the major motion picture of the major motion musical. Um, but I love. Julianne Moore and Amy Adams, you know, America's most talented redheads, being um, side by side. 
in yet another movie. Uh, Amy Adams and Amy Schumer should absolutely play sisters in a movie, is my conclusion of my book report about The Woman in the Window. And also watch Amy Schumer's cooking show with her husband that is now streamable on Hulu, I believe. Now, I got a request from somebody to comment on The Halston Show. I think they asked, have you watched The Halston Show? I have watched The Halston Show. I think I digested it in an evening. Um, I think it's five or six episodes. And... Um, I, I guess I enjoyed it because I watched it really fast. Ewan McGregor is so wonderful, really phenomenal actor. And I think that he, he made a, a good, a good version of Halston, if not maybe a little hyperbolic. I don't know. I didn't know Halston, but I do. I think that, you know, he was somebody who lived in this exaggerated way and I can only hope he had such incredible one-liners as the writers did write for Ewan McGregor to say um the art direction in terms of the spaces was uncanny they the sets that they built looked virtually identical to the actual spaces where Halston Halston's career and life took place. I mean, most importantly, the Halston office spaces in the Olympic Tower right near St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue. Absolutely uncanny to feel like you were really in that space. And then famously, his uh, apartment, I think it's a West Village apartment. Actually, where was that apartment? That incredible building that he had got renovated into that very austere carpeted space. Um, you can only imagine how it reeked of cigarette smoke and orchids. Although, oh, as we learned, orchids don't really have much of a smell. Thank you, Vera Farmiga, doing that kind of unidentifiable European accent. Um, hmm. What else to say about the Halston show? This actress playing Elsa Peretti was terrific and gorgeous. Um, this actor playing Victor Hugo was also gorgeous, but completely unbearable. I, the idea of having someone like that in your life really freaked me out. To, to have someone just in your apartment cooking for you when you don't even want them there and then to to uh, demand that you tell them you love them. Ugh, nothing's worse than a person that needy. Um, and you know, Victor Hugo didn't have uh, wholesome intentions. <laughs> you know, he wanted fame and he was latching himself on to people that could get him famous. Anyways, truly detestable character. Um, who else was there? Joe Eula, of course. How could one forget Joe Eula? Famous fashion illustrator, designer of, for you ready, Dances at a Gathering for Jerome Robbins. 
I don't know who, if anyone else made this, I'm sure a lot of people did, but podcast listeners, if anyone else made that dance connection. Uh, so we love Joe Eula's character. I don't know who that actor is, but he was excellent. And then we have our appearance by Martha Graham. Nothing like, looking nothing like Martha Graham or sounding like Martha Graham, but it was sort of brief and served this weird purpose of bringing some meaning to Halston's life, which I think was a bit much. I don't know that designing a set of costumes for Halston really kind of healed him of his anger and animosity towards critics, etc. But he got that one good review and suddenly he was happy to go die in San Francisco, driving up and down Highway 1. Anyways, uh, I already knew an awful lot about Halston from, I think, reading a book at some point. Yeah, I read this amazing book about um, Karl Lagerfeld and Yves Saint Laurent a while back. I cannot remember the book. I feel like Ellie Wallace um, gave it to me or lent it to me. I wish I could remember more about what I'm talking about so I could make a proper recommendation. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of Julianne Moore on a big poster for something called Lizzie's Story from Stephen King and J.J. Abrams, June 4th. I'd watch that. It's on Apple TV, which means I won't watch that. Um, I think I got a week of Apple TV some time ago so that I could watch the morning show. And that I did. That I did, and I enjoyed it. Um... But not a show I'd go on and watch a second season of, God forbid. I don't think Jennifer Aniston is a good actress. I am a little perplexed by America's love for her. And to finish up that run of Friends and have Jennifer Aniston go on to be the most popular of those actresses is expected in a country like the United States. But, I mean... Both Lisa Kudrow and Courtney Cox are far more compelling actresses. Um, although Lisa, obviously, so far beyond all the people on Friends, as an actress, as a personality, as someone who's gone on to do meaningful work. Um, please watch whatever Lisa Kudrow has done. Watch Clock Watchers. Obviously, watch the comeback both seasons. They're exceptional. Um, watch her her computer therapy show. I don't remember what that's called, but it was incredible. Um, there's going to be this Friends reunion on HBO Max. Have you seen the trailer for that? Literally made me feel sick to watch the six of them. The men looking bloated and rich and the women looking to well not Lisa Kudrow again she's the exception their faces absolutely distorted um, because of you know Hollywood's demands on the aging actress so sick uh, at any rate will I watch it I don't know will you oh, there's so many people 
They're walking so slow. Okay, I'm gonna try to cross the street. Okay, I'm in Soho proper now on one of these like warm days and seem to be tourists back in the city now, which is unfortunate. Makes one miss proper COVID days. Uh, okay, so more happened after that. I only really got to Saturday. I don't remember Sunday. And um, this, this week, it's only Thursday, um, we went to Governor's Island on Monday, Monday to try some out. Uh, an idea of costumes on Pam's dancers for her piece she has upcoming at Bard College outdoor at Montgomery Place this summer and they are beautiful for sure but um, maybe not right for the piece conceptually so Harriet and I went back to the drawing board tried out some things in studio this week I left on Tuesday afternoon, early evening, to go up to Kotzbahn with a bag of costumes for dancers doing um, a show. What is it called? American. American something. American. I really don't know. Anyways, Garen Scribner has produced a show up at Kotzbahn along with a piano player named Hunter something and um, Hunter has um, Hunter has a thing he does called uh, oh boy really not doing well in a landscape in a landscape dot com or org look it up Hunter uh, plays fancy pianos in um, nature, in kind of in a quarry, on a mountain, by a lake, etc. And audiences come and wear these really fancy Bluetooth headphones that listen to, so you can hear very clearly the mic playing and wander around experiencing nature to the soundtrack of this live music. Um, and so Garen uh, and Hunter collaborated on this concept where there'd be dancers at Kotzbahn kind of near, near and far from the piano, um, performing various solos and duets to some of Hunter's greatest hits. Um, not that he didn't compose them, uh, but I'm assuming some of his, um, some of his usual repertoire including Ravel, Piano Cachero, including, uh, oh, um, a section from Ondine, which is a quite inspired piece to perform in this setting. And Taylor Stanley did an absolutely amazing solo in a field to the Ondine music. Um, this incredible woman, Coral Dolphin, did an amazing solo to this John Cage music um, in and among these statues. Uh, and she wore this orchid silk rag dress that we'd made for Harriet to wear to a gala long ago. And it was incredible, really, to watch. Coral work this dress was 
something to behold and remember. Oh, there's a truck driving right on the sidewalk. Parks Department. Parks Department. Um, now I'm at Thompson Street Park where I grew up. Or I grew up just right across the street. Remember the scene in Big where Tom Hanks and that 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 sort of male actor who was in every movie in the 80s um, are playing racquetball. What is it? Wall ball? Racquetball? And then they get into a fight and Tom Hanks gets a bloody nose and then Elizabeth Perkins comes to his rescue and she's like, men are animals. And, you know, what's really weird about that movie is that she is a woman in her 30s having sex with um, a man who looks to be in his 30s but is, in fact, a child who's been magically transformed into an adult man. So it's hard, hard to deal with if you think too hard about it. But it's an incredible movie, and Tom Hanks gives an astonishing performance, Oscar-nominated. Um, who else? Oh, this woman, Shandine Lorenz, does this amazing Native American hoop dance in the show that was... Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't even believe it. To have this kind of skill... Um, we dress Shandine in a sheer navy blue um, mesh dress with slits up the thighs so her legs could come out so she could step through the hoops, etc. The maneuvering was beyond. Um, it's an incredible performance. Um, or Schreiber opened the show with some beautiful dancing and then closed the show in a beautiful duet with Garan, or was wearing um, similar color to coral, this kind of orchid color, but in a jumpsuit. I originally intended to put him in a version of that jumpsuit that was quite heavy, and then it was 90 degrees, so I said no, no, and luckily I'd brought up a lycra version of sort of the same thing, which had been kind of a sample for the Cunningham show, but turned into something else. So he wore that, looked great. Garen wore a rejected piece that we'd made for a ballet in Geneva that was finally put to good use in a performance, um, which is a digitally printed white jumpsuit. Um, it's printed with one of several watercolors that we, that we made on Yupo paper, which is this non-porous watercolor paper that really kind of captures the motion of pigment in water because it doesn't disperse into the paper. It sits on the paper and just dries over a long period of time. It takes a long time to dry. So you have to be patient with your Yupo watercolor paintings. But we then photographed those watercolors and and then printed on several pieces in this Pontus Lidberg piece for um, the, what is that company called? Geneva. Les Ballets du Capitole de Genève, something like that. Or is that the one in Toulouse? I honestly can't remember. Genève, La, uh, what are they called? It doesn't matter. They're the ballet company in Geneva. Which is one of the most dreadful cities in all the world, Geneva. Um, I won't say more about that. Uh, God, it's a hard place to be. If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. 
Um, okay, so Kotzban, I went up to Kotzban, that happened. I returned this morning, Harry and I quickly uh, put together some things to try out again for the Pam Tanowitz Stanza Bar, and then we got on the ferry. Um, we got on the ferry to Governor's Island yet again, and we had some success this time with a trial, garment trial for Pam's dance, and that feels really good because today, even though it's three, has been already so long to have come from Kotzban on the 744 train and built a garment, and then Harriet and I then dashed onto city bikes and absolutely almost missed the ferry because the flaw in the city bike system is that you not don't always know if you're going to get a parking spot where you're going, and God forbid you check if there's free ports, but... There were not at the closest two ports to the ferry, but somehow we parked and sprinted down the street and made it onto the ferry where we were with the old gang again. Melissa and her husband Ken and even her baby Hudson were there. Miley, Zach, Christine, Pam. What a joy. Wish I could just spend all my time with them. Anyway, somewhere on route, Harriet's mask must have snapped off because she wears it on this chic black chain. And then suddenly it was just not on her. So luckily Zach had an extra mask in his bag that he had wrapped up in a paper towel. And I thought, how charming to be going to such lengths at this point in the process. I'm at my house now. Oh, I'm very warm. I wore a black baseball cap on the walk home today to shield my face skin from the sun. Okay, door's locked. I'm home. What mail did I get? No. No, nothing pertaining to me. Something for my dad. Jury summons. Oh, wow. You are really here on a day. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a break and um, perhaps I'll be back. Who knows if I'll be talking to someone or just with myself again. Uh, but now is a tiny break in the pod and I'll see you later. Thanks for joining me for my walk. Hi everybody, we're back. I know we I did my talk <clears throat> earlier. It's now a few hours later and I've bathed and I've had a little rest. And um, I have a low battery on my phone, so I might plug her in. Mm-hmm. But um, I've had an impromptu visit from Zach Gonder, who was <laughs> in the financial district and who I did actually see earlier on a boat and at Governor's Island. Um and for those of you who don't know, Zach Gonder dances for Pam Tanowitz. And um, Zach, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about... Um, I'm, in, I'm giving you approximately two minutes to okay. say where you're from, okay. wh- wh- where you went to school, okay. and what kind of dancing you do, and what kind of dancing you like. Four questions. Uh, okay. Um, I'm from north of Chicago. Um, 
I went to school in the city. Uh, in Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. Performing arts school? Yes, performing arts high school. Gorgeous. Uh-huh. You must, um, really. You must? You must go to performing arts high school. <laughs> it, was, it was connected to an old church. Um, not, not, mm. you don't have time for that. Okay, I don't have time. Okay. No time for that. Uh, so then I went to Juilliard 2014 to 2018. No big deal. Okay. Um, I danced for... Pam Tanowitz, mm-hmm. as you said, and Brian Brooks right now. Uh-huh. What dance I like? Oh, wait, you didn't, huh? you've done stints for Svi. Yes, and I've, I've danced for Svi, I've danced for Nicole Von Arts, uh, you know, like free, all the freelance Your New stuff. York freelance dance yes. prince. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, does that answer that question? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, the dance I like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything that I Are dislike. You don't, oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so, so, that's so that opposite. The opposite to the ethos of dance and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, that's good. Um, you, but what are you love, Pam? I love Pam. Mm-hmm. And the first, love, the first time you danced for Pam was when? Well, she. Uh, after our new dances uh, 2016 right at Juilliard yeah and then I'm sorry for all the squeaking I'm getting up and down in my chair um and so she made a dance on the junior class was it juniors mm-hmm. yeah it was us yeah, juniors. it was a great dance that was a really fun dance yeah we were talking about that today actually and then you, the first thing you danced with the company for was four quartets right yeah like okay. right at like a month or month and a half after right. I graduated. Freshly graduated. Yeah. That was really weird. And then we met at Four Quartet's mm-hmm. residency at Bard, which mm-hmm. is Summer Camp Vibes. Yes. Which is where I just came from, Summer Camp Vibes at Cat's Yes. And you, the first thing you said to me was... Oh, no. <laughs> well, I saw you in the kitchen, and then, um, like, we introduced you said, ourselves. I'm Reed, I'm Zach. Huh? I'm Reed, I'm Zach. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you were like, so are you like 14 or something? Wow. Yeah. So rude. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. And then we were friends right after that. Yeah, we really did friends the mm-hmm. whole summer at camp. Mm-hmm. And then um, we stayed friends. And we're tour buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sad you're not coming to bar. I know. Summer. I thought that when I was at Cotspawn, I was like, I thought, you know what's sad? Well, A of all, Zach's not here. B of all, I won't be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay, because once I have my master's degree, that's okay. You can so, play so, ASMR is a big part of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> that was cool. Um, beautiful. And so okay. th- for those of you who've seen Pam's work but are trying to figure out which one Zach is, he's the tall one. Yeah, I'm six foot two. Okay. We're going to ask you for your okay. dating app stats. <laughs> um <laughs> Zach is tall and has, uh, some people seem to think he has giant feet, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say they're correct for your body. That's true. Yeah. What are you, 12? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an 11. There we go. How tall are you? Six one. Oh. I'm going to even say six feet and one half inch as I okay. shrink into my old age. Um... <laughs> So I promised Zach that rather than do a interview, which this is not, we would play a game. And I think because Zach is my entry point into the world of 
um, Marvel and oh. kind of DC thing. Okay. It's going to be... <laughs> I don't know what this game is. Zach doesn't know yet, but we're going to play the game because last time I did one of these impromptu interviews, mm-hmm. we did top five candy bars. Okay. So I think right now we're going to do who are the top five most powerful Marvel... Most powerful? Marvel people. Most powerful? Yeah. Who has the most powerful powers... Okay. Wait, is there, wait, here's my point. Before we do this, is okay. there like an actual answer to this where like I'm stupid? I mean, I, there probably is. Okay, well I then maybe I, really I should change know. it to like your favorite powers. Yeah, that's probably better. Okay, let's do top five favorite. Okay, top five favorite. Yeah, okay. Just Marvel or Marvel you can DC? You do DC. Absolutely. There's no difference to me. There's no difference. They're all the same. Hmm. Okay. I really love... Do you know Swamp Thing? I'm going to start with Swamp Thing. You really... <laughs> now, is that a movie? Oh, no. I know that that was a movie in the 80s. They're, they made a TV show about him recently. Really? Mm. Like a like with episodes? It, yeah, I don't know if it went well. There was a movie in the 80s called Swamp Thing, which I mm. did see, and I mm. maybe I have nightmares about it. Oh. Yeah. I also had nightmares about a very scary movie called An American Werewolf in London that I probably watched when I was three. I just watched that last Halloween. Well, I watched it for like, I saw it when I was a kid, but I watched it again. Do you know who's the star Halloween. of that movie is? Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Who pops up quite a bit in TV shows. Oh, really? Nowadays. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. When, when we were at Comic-Con a few years. When was, we were at Comic-Con. My, I should it? say my dad and I were at Comic-Con. Oh, this is wow. <laughs> in San Diego. The plot thickens. Yeah, in San Diego. And the... Uh, What's the director's uh, I name? I have a question. Okay. Zack Snyder? No. 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 <laughs> of American World in London? Oh, I have no idea. No, not Zack Snyder. You flew to San Diego or you were visiting family? Well, my dad, because my dad teaches a course on comic books and film. Are and you stuff serious? Like, I'm serious. It's an English course. I had no idea this is where the passion originates. Yeah. So he has a class on comic books. He has a class on film. He has a couple classes on film. Wow, but um, does he focus on like comic book films? No. For, also, for <laughs> no. those of you who haven't met Zach's parents, Zach has um, an extremely tall ginger strawberry blonde dad and a delightful Filipino mom, and they're the nicest people I've ever met. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah. But so he would go to Comic Con every year, and like it was technically a work trip. Because, you know, comic books and movies. Uh-huh. So then I've, I tagged, I've tagged along a couple times. To go to Comic-Con? Yeah. Wow. But we were at Comic-Con, and the director, whose name I forget right now, okay. came up to my dad and was like, do I know you from somewhere? And my dad was like, no, you don't, but I know you. Your and dad's then, been like, the movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, should, he could have gotten a job. Or... Incredible. Well, oh. probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, somehow I don't imagine your dad would handle Hollywood very well. <laughs> well, maybe American Werewolf in London, but I don't remember the acting being that. Okay, so Good. dragging Griffin Dunn. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you know okay. Griffin Dunn? He is a family friend. Oh, are you serious? He doesn't listen to this pod. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, he's more Griffin. like tangential family friend of okay. my mom's ex-business partner oh okay so he would be at events okay yeah i mean i love the movie you know 
Okay, whatever. You know what? I'm, not gonna you have to I'm not going to say anything. No one cares. <laughs> Literally, no one who's listening to this podcast has seen an American Werewolf in okay. London. Only you. Okay. Because Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So back to our people. Can I say? I'm going to say. I'm going to say maybe like. I don't have them ordered, but I'm going to say like a top five, like a low five, low fifth. A low right? five. No, like, so my number one, I'm not going to say yet, but oh, I'll okay. maybe say okay. someone in the four fives range. Okay. Um, okay. I love, I love, um, Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Oh, me too. He's is incredible. that DC? That's Marvel. Is it? Mm-hmm. X-Men. So the X-Men and the other Marvels don't join up lately or ever. Well, not in the movies. In the comic books, they do. I don't, we're, okay. Not okay. we're not talking about, about comic, comic books, books because okay. I have no favorite <laughs> okay. reference. Well, no, they, they don't. Do you remember? I, I explained this to you about Spider-Man. But X-Men and Spider-Man were owned by... The rights for movies mm-hmm. were owned by Sony. Okay. So when Marvel started making their like universe, they couldn't bring... X Men and Spider Man in, but then they eventually bought like shared rights or whatever for Spider Man. Yeah, but they haven't got acquired X Men yet. They did. So they now, did. so now they're it's free everyone's, reign. Now everyone's waiting for when the X Men are coming. <gasps> in. Incredible. Yeah. But the last X Men movie was such a disappointment. Yeah. So that's over with. So that was in the last ownership. Yeah, that's all done. That bad Jean Grey movie. Yeah. I wanted that to be good. Because to have an X Men movie focus on the most powerful female character, you'd think this should be this got to be amazing. Yeah. But the problem is, is that Game of Thrones person is not that compelling to me. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that person? I don't know her name. Do I you? don't remember. No, I don't That's remember. Fine. I the. I mean, I didn't even see it. Oh, Zach, you were going along as if you were like, yes, let's talk about Dark Phoenix. Didn't even see well, it. Well, they did. Well, they've already done the Dark Phoenix scene with the original X-Men trilogy. Femke. I remember mm-hmm. that when the original Jean Grey like exploded yes. and turned into energy or whatever. Yes. And then the sky exploded with like a dragon. I, yeah. Or maybe she went underwater. She went into the river and turned into dragon. I, have, I don't remember. Fire underwater. Okay. So anyways, now you do one of your middling favorites mm, mm. so many people have turned off this podcast probably right now. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry don't apologize my fault um oh daredevil okay is that is that alan coming <laughs> who who's daredevil he they ben affleck did a really did a movie a while ago, that was supposed to be supposedly really bad that mm-hmm. I never saw. Um, but then they did the TV show, yeah, the Netflix show oh. with him. Okay, does he have a tail? No, no. What's his power? Well, he's blind. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he has like this like sixth sense where he can, you know, kind of uh-huh. see. Okay, in a but way. what's his power? He's just an amazing fighter with like this ultra sixth sense. Okay, thing. he's like a bat. Yeah, kind of. He's yeah. like Batman. Well, not really. He's like Batman. We're gonna go ahead and say because okay. what Bruce Wayne is is rich. He's just got toys. But he's not rich. But Daredevil's not necessarily. He's just got rich. Spidey sense. So he's Spider Man, but without mm-hmm. the power. Right? He's Spider Man, but without like <laughs> super strength and sticky fingers and shooty webs sure but he has like this um, i'm not even gonna try he has a weapon yeah is it magic no 
Okay, well, he is not interesting <laughs> to me. Okay, can't do magic, no superpowers, not a mutant, absolutely not. This is a good show about a blind person. Um, I would watch that Val Kilmer movie with Mira Sorvino if I want to see a show about a blind person. Okay. Um, okay, I'm right, going to say yes. another one now that okay. I like. Mm-hmm. I like Captain Marvel because I think that she's more powerful than everybody. And it doesn't make sense to me that she doesn't just always fix everything. Yeah, they kind of screw themselves over with that because they showed her like turning the world backwards and stuff turning the world backwards i don't want to talk about it because i know i'm remembering this wrong <laughs> i know superman did that in one of the original <laughs> yes. yeah but yeah. i do believe captain marvel did something like that in one of the most recent whether they all get together movies end game or whatever well she comes in and kind of saves the day does she turn the world backwards no are you sure does she, <laughs> she sure. lasso a planet in some way and like move no. it out of the way Unless I a remember, comet? unless there's something I didn't remember. Well, I don't remember anything, as you well know. So, okay, now you do another one. Um, the Flash. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Those so are the powers I here's have. The Flash is Ezra Klein. Ezra. In the most, in the, in is that the, his last name? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then, and then, who is Quicksilver? Um, well, Peters. there are two. There are two Quicksilver's. That's like the weird thing with the Sony Marvel things. There's Uh-oh. a Sony Quicksilver and then a Marvel Quicksilver. But is Quicksilver the Flash? No, because there... Flash is DC. But their power is the same. Yeah, Marvel ripped off DC. And, okay, and but they're not going to cross over films because they're different universe. Yes. yes. Okay, great. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> the the Flash is DC okay. with Wonder Woman. Yes. Okay. Cool. Now I'm going to go ahead and say. Cool. Um, I like Quicksilver. Okay. Evan Peters is Quicksilver. He was great in those movies. He's really good. Yeah, he was really great in those movies. Go ahead, your turn. I'm going to also say, um, Michael Fassbender well, in Magneto. Okay, so he's upper on your list, higher up on your yeah, list. Yeah, I thought he was really amazing. So good. Yeah. He brought all the feelings. He did. Um, okay, now I'm going to go ahead and say Famke Jensen as Jean Grey. Okay. She was great. I guess she was. And even though I can't stand Hugh Jackman, he he is good. I as mean, he was amazing. He's good as Wolverine. Did you see Logan? I can't get. I can't watch it. Okay. It's too. <laughs> it, that movie's too dust, too beige. Okay. I can't watch. And I saw the end of it at a hotel, and it was so violent that mm. I was like, I can't watch this movie. I see. You can't take the violence. It's it's just blades through bodies all the time. Yeah. Blades through bodies. Well, that's Wolverine. Yeah, but in the original X Men movies, it's like not that grotesque. Yeah. That's how it was in the... <clears throat> I have a big stack of, like, the original X-Men comics. We were not talking about comics. But... I know, but I'm just saying. Okay. Like, he doesn't do... Like, it's it's like that, too, in the comics. Like, he doesn't kill Did your people. father give you those books? Um, is that, like... No, I think we got, like, a... Is that your inheritance? Like, no. Like, you'll sell them in the future no, and be rich? No, well, maybe, but... Uh, really? Do you think they're worth something? Well, he has some really old stuff that maybe could... Well, I don't know how good condition it's in. But. I'm glad you have some future wealth ahead of you because it's not going to come from dance. Right. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and say, I think I might be at my number one. Can I just say? I think so, yeah, go for Wonder it. Woman, obviously. Yeah. She's, I mean, Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. She's yes. incredible. Uh-huh. And she's the best superhero. Mm. Okay, your turn. I'm going to say comic books. Oh, don't. <laughs> Batman, or or, or the the animated TV series. 
you've really diverged. And I've diverged. I didn't know we were just I don't doing know movies. Anything about Batman cartoon? But I did watch X Men cartoon when I was young at okay. boy choir school, and that mm-hmm. was formative for me and for all of us because it was one of the only things that sort of all of us would gather for on a Saturday morning. Oh, really? Because yeah, Saturday Sunday, if you didn't go home on the weekends, as many some kids did. It was like, what do we do with our time? Because mm-hmm. the days of the week, every minute of every day was accounted for. But suddenly mm-hmm. on the weekend, it was like, you did have to be at meals. Like, ding dong, the bell rings, you have to be at lunch. Mm-hmm. But we we could kind of do as we wanted. And we would watch X-Men on Saturday morning. Wow. Great cartoon. I missed X-Men. Oh, you're so young. I forgot. Oh, by the way, Zach is, I could be his dad. I'm basically as old as your dad. How old is your dad? I love this. Is he like 46? 50. No, no, no. He's older. A year younger. She's like 50. Oh my gosh. Never mind. Your parents could be my elder siblings. (laughs) Yeah. So no, you're not my dad. Older brother. Not yet. I do hope to adopt you one day. (laughs) Um. Okay, so you're number one, Batman in the comic Batman. book or the cartoon, but we're not talking Christian Bale, we're not talking Michael Keaton, we're not talking Val Kemmer, we're not talking George Clooney, we're not talking Ben mm. Affleck. Well, I like Christian Bale. Okay, what about any of the original Batmans? What about Michael Keaton? Mm. Did you see mm. that? I have not seen all of them. Did you see the one with Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman? With her as Catwoman? Yeah. I think I did. Zach. Zach. Uh-huh. Those first two, that's your assignment. Yeah, okay. As a person who likes comic books, you must see those Tim Burton films. Yeah, you're right. I should. You're Batman right. I really 1 should. and Batman 2. I guess two. I can't call myself Do that. not even right. bother mm-hmm. with Val Kilmer. Do not bother with George Clooney. I heard the, yeah. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, don't bother with those. They're crazy and awful. But the, mm-hmm. Tim, the two Tim Burton ones are great films. Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Amazing movies. Am I missing somebody? Kim Basinger plays the love interest in the first one. Oh. Do you know who that is? Too old for you. I think I do. It's Alec Baldwin's, like, original celebrity wife. I'm pretty sure I do. I, I saw a picture. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to pour some more water. Yeah, go ahead. This is another. <laughs> I'll just let it go. We won't even talk during this time. Okay. <laughs> it's almost done. So I think that's a great way to, to wrap it up. Okay. That was a great game. Thanks for playing with me, yeah, of course. Zach. And what's the next one coming out? Has the Scarlet has the um the one about Scarlett Johansson come out yet? It's coming out soon. Because it already it was supposed to come out five years ago. <laughs> You're right. We made plans to go see it when it would come out. We did. So we'll still do that. What was the last one we saw in the theaters? I think you. And it was Endgame. You repeated Endgame, Endgame for me. Yeah, I did. I just talked through the whole thing. <laughs> you I? did. You're like, yeah. is that, who's that? that? What's happening? So <laughs> and then you kept going. Yeah, you kept like screaming. It was exciting. Oh, yeah. I like them though. I, I kind of like that. I don't have any idea what's going on. It makes it more fun. I can see that. I, can I like Doctor Strange. Is that okay to say? He does cool stuff. Mm. Here's the ones I can't stand. Okay. Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, he doesn't have power. He no, power? he doesn't. Well, yes, he does. He's yeah, he does. What? He's technically like half god. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't like him. I do like Robert Downey Jr. and I do like Spider Man. New Spider Man. Yeah. I I don't care about the Hulk at all. Mm-hmm. But I like Ant Man. 
Because mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul I, Rudd. I mean, Mark Ruffalo is dreams come true, but I don't like the Hulk. I'm what do you mean he's dreams come he's true? He's hot. You think Mark Ruffalo is hot? That doesn't make sense for you as a, <laughs> as a young straight man, but for me and for basically every living woman and man who's gay, Mark Ruffalo is hot. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. He's maybe the hottest of all the... Really? Yeah. Because like... In reality, like, Chris Evans is not actually hot. He just looks crazy. (laughs) And, like, and the other Chris, all the Chris's, Chris Hemsworth also Mm. is, like, that's not real. That's, like, a Ken doll. Those aren't real things. That's not a real person. You don't imagine that you're going to have sex with any of the Chris's. Mm. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. Mark Ruffalo seems like a real person. Yeah, he is real. I saw him. I passed by him on the street a couple years ago. Oh, lucky you. He looked worried. Yeah, well, uh, life's hard. Yeah. Life's hard, even when you have zillions of dollars. Yeah. Um, I like Elizabeth Olsen. As yeah. Wanda. Did you watch? Did you watch Wandavision? I watched all of it. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I like that it turned into a weird like witch show. Yeah. With I think Catherine Hahn like tipping the show into weird like Sabrina the Teenage Witch territory was uh-huh. really great. Yeah, that was great. Um. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Paul Bettany's character at all. I, I also don't know his powers. Oh. Well, they have a lot of people whose powers are kind of vague. Because he seems to maybe be able to do anything, yeah, exactly. but also then he doesn't do anything. Right. That's, yeah. Same thing with Doctor I Strange. I like Sebastian I Stan as the Winter Soldier, but yeah, also, I like, like, I didn't like the Winter Soldier show that we just had. With I the... never, I didn't finish it yet. It's not fun. That's what I've... It's not for, and that's I kind of got that feeling for the for It's like too serious or something. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But I love Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. I loved Black Panther, rest yeah. in peace, yeah. and his whole cohort of like friends in Wakanda. Yeah, loved all of them. Yeah, that was great. They'll be back though in some form, I imagine. Yeah, there, there, there's another Black Panther movie coming out, but without Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I wonder how that works. He's dead, probably. He died. I. See. He did die. No, well, not in the movies. Yeah, no, they're gonna they, have to make that. But they'll have to. I don't know how to figure that out. Okay, bye everybody. That was okay. fun. <laughs> now that you're so confused, we loves you. Uh, bye, Zach. Bye. bye.